Oh, welcome aboard. You found Fishing Without Bait, whether by accident or on purpose, here you are. And keep in mind, my friends, that everyone has to be somewhere, and you're right here, and it is right now. Welcome to Full Impact Mindfulness, Fishing Without Bait, a lifetime without definitive expectations. And keep in mind that you're not going to be riding a unicorn, throwing rainbows and butterflies out to the wonderful people that you meet on your path each day. Being able to sit back and say, it's good to be me, is being able to participate in those times of life without being overwhelmed and with being able to respond rather than react. If you want looking to create yourself rather than to find yourself, you've reached the right place. If you have the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try a few sprinkles of pixie dust of each, welcome aboard. And as always, I'm Jim Ellermeyer. I'm a behavioral health therapist and participant in this podcast. And as always, Given our eclectic roster of guests, we like to bring people back and catch up with them and maybe find out what's going on in their lives. And today we have our good friend Jason back with us again. Thanks for having me once again, Jim. So for those who perhaps did not review the previous podcast, uh, could you share with what it was like, what happened, and what it's like now? What led me here, again, was something that I was thrown into. Um, I basically contracted a rare muscular disorder and it was during a time when my career was going well uh, and it just changed everything and quite quickly. And I searched uh, um, for the, uh, uh, the lifesaver, if you will, and went through a lot of different things, you know, it, it, it through, throughout that search. And I really went back to something that I dabbled in, which was meditation. And in meditating, I found that, that peace and also the ability to, uh, I guess you'd say analyze, you know, what's going on in a way, um, with clarity. And uh, that certainly was a game changer for me. So what you're saying is that for the folks out there who are listening, and our podcasts are generally centered around resiliency, the ability to change, because everyone is kind of stuck in their lives. There's a lot of people that say, well, you made it, I can't. Uh, I can't overcome these type of obstacles. I have the fear of, I have a fear of change. Um, and... It's how no one plans for a bee sting, right, Jason? No one plans to get rear-ended in a car. No one plans for a broken leg or a life-altering event like you had. So I would have a hunch that when you were originally diagnosed, there were some fairly dark times. Absolutely. And I went through um, not being diagnosed, not knowing what was going on, and that was really frustrating. And that caused, um, you know, a lot of anxiety. It was, am I going to, am I going to be here basically going forward? I have two young children, uh, a wife. And, um, so yeah, obviously it was, it was pretty scary. So then once I was, uh, diagnosed, um, that obviously helped with managing 
the, the disorder. There's many people out there who have minds of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And my guess is that's what you had, yeah, a mind absolutely. of uncertainty. Absolutely. Minds of uncertainty leads to minds of anxiety, worry, and fear. And that can become debilitating. So what we challenge people to do, Jason, is to get a mind of awareness and knowledge. So if my brakes are grinding on my car, I'm not going to stop in, at the florists yeah. to ask how to fix that. Right, right. So uh, tell us how you searched that out. I, again, went back to something that I was already familiar with, which was meditation um, or meditating. However, I didn't have a steady practice at the time. And I, I looked it up a little bit here and there and, and learned that it helped with anxiety. It helped with, you know, these, these uh, times in your life when it seems like uh, everything's upside down. Call it what you will. So I started dabbling in different meditation practices. And I'm, I mean, every single practice out there, um, religious, non-religious, uh, some of them arcane. <laughs> some, you know, I, I went to different um, places uh, for retreat. Uh, and experienced, um, I guess, spiritual leaders, gurus, what, call them what you will. Um, and out of that, I, I developed my own practice that really um, was a game changer. So you found something that worked for you. Absolutely. So quite often people, people out there, Jason, will say, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. However, we often challenge them by saying, well, if you don't know what to do, you certainly know what not to do. Right. So did you figure that out? Yes. <laughs> uh, and that was, uh, you know, looking back at myself uh, through uh, more clarity, uh, you know, removing some of those layers that were holding me back. So when you're talking about clarity, perhaps you could explain what that means to you, to, to the folks listening. I mean, our daily lives are pretty much full of chaos. Um, and, and it's hard to take a moment uh, to just, um, you know, turn everything off, go within, or not even go within, just turn everything off and be present. Turn everything off and be present. Just for a short moment of time. Uh, it's difficult, and I'm not blaming anyone for not doing it. I mean, I know how busy life can get, and we don't have the luxury of going on on top of a mountain somewhere in a loincloth and uh, you know, searching for uh, the answers uh, on a daily basis. Uh, we have uh, responsibilities and also a heartache and anxiety, fear, and unknowns um, that this life throws at us on a daily basis. Uh, however, uh, we really need to try and it's all about that action, you know, taking that first step. There you go. There you go. Action and effort in that first yeah. step. When you were diagnosed, uh, the mortgage still needed paid. Absolutely. Your children still needed clothes. Correct. Yeah. The world didn't stop. It kept on going and you're talking about action and effort. Now, Naturally, what we talk about is people, they can sink down into depression and despair, and they're allowed to have that. Absolutely. Well, you and I talked earlier, we talked about some 12-step terms about one of the thoughts out there is easy to say to someone, well, God doesn't close one door without opening in another. And then they walk away and you're saying, well, where is this door and how do I get there? Mm -hmm. In the 12-step world, we often say that, yes, that's true. However, it can be hell in the hallway. Mm -hmm. So you navigated the hallway. 
Yes, absolutely. So could you share with people out there, you don't have to go into specific details, but how does one navigate this hallway? Certainly is not easy. And the, the first step is just that. It's taking that first step. Um, and it's, 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 you need to be, you need to have that intention to do intention. It. I like that word. Um, you need to uh, really create your own door and open it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult. Uh, but again, when you take that first step, you'll be amazed at what you find. And, you know, I, with the present moment awareness, it's, it's, it's just not about, um, just, you know, sitting there and saying, okay, I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like that and it is easy, but when you do stop and focus on that breath, you know, that life giving breath, that moment to moment, breathing in, breathing out again, it's so simple yet it can be so profound. Uh, you just tune in to a moment that excludes all that chatter, all that craziness, all that chaos for only a moment. And, and the more you do it, uh, the, the more you be, you're in tune with um, your true essence, your true self, you know, which is void of all of this craziness and uh, you know, chaos that's going on in the world. However, however, that's not going away. You know, when you so-called when you so-called leave the present moment, and uh, or or a meditation practice, whatever it may be, um, all of that's still there, and all of that craziness, um, some call it darkness, is still there, and it's part of life. It's part of us. So I'm a believer in not negating that and and telling people, oh, you know, just be in the present moment, be in this bliss. And everything will be okay. And some at some point you'll reach some nirvana. And you know, again, we don't have the luxury to sit on top of that mountain and 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 find this thing. Okay. Um, I, however, we can we can taste for a moment. We can dive into our true selves, our true essence. Um, that again is just void of um, what is going on around us. However, again, it's not negating that. It's not eliminating it. It's actually helping us uh, in ways that we're missing right now. We can now deal with it in a much better way. We can prioritize uh, what's going on in our head. uh, And we realize, oh, maybe I shouldn't be so concerned about such and such. You know, it's been hanging over my head. And and actually, we'll start focusing on what we should um, when we, again, just for a moment, yeah, remove all of that chatter, all of that craziness. So we've often talked about life can be divided into two columns, Jason, things I can control and things I cannot. Sure. And most anxiety and depression occur when we live in the world of things we can't control. Sure. Just like the diagnosis that you've had. Right. You couldn't control that. No. And quite often with the meditation practices, we often uh, talk about introducing the concept of acceptance. Mm. And acceptance doesn't mean approval. It just means accepting the fact that, yes, this is it. I don't approve. I don't have to approve of it. Right. Just, I'm sure you didn't approve of what happened to you. No. No. So tell tell us a little bit about there. Uh, Tell us a little bit, 
to the folks out there how one comes to radical acceptance of something that's you wouldn't order for Christmas. It really comes down to the realization that it just is. It is. You know, birth happens. Death happens. Um, the worlds collide. You know, stars collide in, the, in our cosmos on a daily basis. Uh, horrible things are going to happen. And, and, but also great things are going to happen. Good things are going to happen. Okay. I mean, the issue is for people, and this is my opinion, yeah, it's where they're standing at the moment. You know, if, if we look, let's if we draw a circle or something, we make one side nice and bright and light and cheery, we make another side dark and horrid, call it whatever you will. You know, that's life on a daily basis. And then I would take it even further. I would take something, I'd swirl that together. I'd mix it up. That's really, in my opinion, life on a daily basis. And, and also, what's contained in there, or actually around it, if you will, you know, let's go further outside that circle. Is that making sense? Yes. Sir? Is an unknown. You know? And the unknown is, let's say, what happens when I die. Uh, what, where, what was I before I was a born? A huge question for many people. Right. But right now, our main issue is this world that we're in, that we're, we're mixed up in. The thing is, if you, if you were to stop that swirling, if you will, and go back to the, the light side and the dark side, I, kinda, um, I don't mean to use a Star Wars metaphor, but uh, the problem is, is people think they get stuck in that dark side, let's say after the swirling or, or during the swirling. And it's, it's my, you know, I mean, I've dealt with some clients here at MindFlow. They think that's where they belong or they think that's all there is. Um, and what I try to, to get across to them is no, not necessarily. That's not necessarily the case. You know, if I could put you in the middle of it, that might be a better spot. And you know, you're, you're part of this as well as, as this, this darkness. Um, and however, you are a positive creation. We, I get into, um, this idea of uh, creative evolution, you know, ever expanding, creating. Uh, and I think that's, you know, the self and humanity as a whole. So could you explain that a little more? Are you talking about identity formation? Where are you leading to? It starts with uh, the initial spark, let's say, of, of a person arriving upon this earth, right? That, that's a positive creation. So what I get, when I talk about the two, the hemisphere and the, you know, the light, light and dark, um, you know, I said, you know, that spark happened over here, you know, the, the other side negates, all right. We need that balance. You can't have light without darkness. You know, don't say sure. It. Of course. Um, so originally you're here in this positive creation, this light side, if you will, that's your true identity. Now, while you're here, you're swirled up in this darkness and it's here. It's not going anywhere. So that's where the acceptance comes in. But what I want them to understand is where you stand in this model, in the scheme of things. And it's really just a realization of, of what one is. And that is a positive creation. You can't, you know, you can't negate one happens, you know, from zero. Yeah. You, you, so you can negate it back to zero, but it, it was still a one initially. It still took a step for, forward. 
and I don't care how horrible the situation was when you came into this world, you were still a positive creation. And well, one of the things I developed, I call it a Purin meditation. A Purin is a term, it's one of the early terms for infinity um, from an old Greek philosopher. Uh, it, it talk, it, the way it addresses infinity is, is quite interesting and still used to this day. And that's, there's an ever-expanding universe, but there's also this mechanism, if you will, within it that uses something for so long and then lets it kind of, it dissolves and then picks up something new so it can continue to expand. And you know, with this meditation, what I'm doing here is telling people, okay, well, we need to use some of that. You know? So this world uses that you know, for this balance, if you will. Um, but you are on this light side. Okay? You are a positive creation. You know, ever creating, ever expanding within this scheme of things. You're not stuck in this darkness only to implode and end up nothing. And so the meditation takes one through simply a, a present awareness, uh, an awareness that, okay, I'm here. And then a, an awareness that I am kind of fused into this earth, that there's a relationship with the earth, with humanity as a whole. And then you realize there's a relationship with not only the earth, but the cosmos, uh, the ever-expanding universe. And you then, uh, step five, as I call it, you look at yourself, if you will, and, oh, uh, darn, to be polite, I'm a plane made out of concrete, and I'm dropping fast. I'm a plane made out of concrete. I like that term. I came to this realization that I'm one with the cosmos, that I'm this positive creation, but I'm falling fast. Something's not working. You know? Ah, your way's not working. It's not working. I'm falling fast. And step five, this is where uh, we lead into step six. And step six helps us remove the concrete. Hopefully step six is the hammer where you can start chipping away at this thing and continue on with your further expansion. And it's just and that awareness of your true essence, your true self, um, which I believe is that, that positive light, that positive initial spark. And really, it's just a mindset. It's nothing, um, I mean, some could say it's spiritual, right? And um, you can apply that to this meditation. You know, it brings you closer to God or, or what have you. Um, but it, it, it can also just be um, secular as well, that's for sure. And that's really its, its basis. Um, it, it, again, we're, we're saying you're, you're a positive creation. You cannot deny that. And there's things that, based on what we see, seem negative, seem negating, right? Um, but we need those things for that appearance, for that constant expansion. Uh, but you need to understand your place in it. So once you realize, okay, well, this is my place in this, it's just a clearing. It's, it's that creating that clarity, clarity. And, that, and that ability to view things differently. And to, to give maybe some things that you were giving so much importance to, Maybe a, a little less so, um, but it doesn't remove that swirling, if you will, or that daily grind that we all have to experience.
So what I'm hearing is a number of things from you. I'm hearing the relationship to the um so hum uh, mantra, I am that, that you're connected Absolutely, to everything. Yes. There's part of that. And, and also what I'm hearing you say is there's actual steps to take, yes. not just uh, some type of platitude or some type right. of a quote that right. things will get better. Right. Uh, and also what I'm hearing you saying is helping people figure out in their life what's important. And most people stay in situations, Jason, because it's not comfortable, however it's familiar. Okay. And what I also hear you saying is that most everyone has a dysregulated thinker, which can be described as also as an inner critic. And there's also there's also your authentic self, the I self, which is what I like to call it, uh, that can really make choices in your life. And and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm kind of saying that most people have the lenses in their glasses reversed and they're thinking of why things they can't do things rather than the reasons that they can. So how would one, uh, how would one contact you, Jason? Yeah, you can call the studio um, or visit the uh, uh, website where that number is available. And the uh, website is? It's mindflowstudio.com. And we're going to link some of your videos that you've had done to this particular podcast. We're going to link them on to our website so people can get an idea. It's always nice to get an idea before you go to a place of sure. exactly what you have to offer. Sure. Well, Jason, it's been delightful. Oh, same talking here. to you today. Pleasure. And as always, we offer a free prescription at the end of every podcast. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables, and unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself. Forgive another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com, where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.